Now with that, let us stand on our feet. And we read from the book of Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 11. It says, Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest. Lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Amen. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated. Uh, I've been wondering on what to say. Preach. Until this came to my mind. Uh, we, what I'm going to speak about is you have a role to play. That's what I'm going to call the subject. Uh, ordinarily, people think uh, everything pertaining to your salvation shall be done for you by the Lord. Which is true, the Lord has done it all for us. Jesus paid it all for us. But uh, Brother Branham, I remember Brother Branham using an illustration. If you are hungry and the uh, you're told you okay you don't need you don't have money and then you're given money to buy bread and uh, now you have the purchasing power he said as the Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for. And it's the evidence of things not seen. When you are given money to buy bread, say you are given 10,000. Now that is the substance of things hoped for. That is faith now. You feel as if you have the bread already. You can feel as if you're not even hungry now. Because like you have found a solution to the hunger. That is faith. Faith is the purchasing power. You have it. It's the evidence of what you're hoping for. But if you don't go and buy that bread, although you have the money, you will die of hunger with money in your pocket. That's even with faith. That's why even with faith, we need to put it into, into action. For faith without works is dead. If you believe this money will take away my hunger will buy me bread then you have to rise you go buy bread and you eat it 
But if you don't do that, you will not eat it. Yet you have it really. Um, you win. You have it. You have the bread. Potentially. But you've got to purchase it. And you eat it. To treat the hunger. So Jesus paid for us all. He paid for us salvation. He paid for us healing. He paid for us eternal life. He paid for us joy. He paid for us peace. But. We've got to rise. And to go into works. If we believe that it is ours and we believe what is faith? Faith is to take God at his word that what he has said is what it means. So he has promised us eternal life. Do you take him at his word? Do you believe eternal life is there? Do you believe it is for you? Amen. Amen. He has promised us heaven. He has promised us peace. Provision. Protection. Do you believe it's all yours? Do you believe he's your father? Do you believe he cares for you? Do you believe he knew you before the foundation of the world? Do you believe your name is in his book? That you're one of those that are in his place plan of redemption. Do you believe that? That if you believe it, it will reflect the way you live. You cannot say, I believe I'm going to heaven. Yeah, I believe there is a heaven for yeah. me. There is an eternity for me. And you are just there. And uh, not caring. And uh, not concerned. But you're concerned about what you're seeing around you. Temporary things. You don't believe. You're just like unbelievers who say. How can you. Lose everything for heaven that you have not seen. Who has ever come from there? Somehow there is a mild element that you have. Hiding. 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 It is hiding. It's, uh, you are saying the same thing with them. You are? You are saying the same thing with unbelievers. But uh, so it is so it is a seed hiding in you. That's why you believe as if there is no God. As if there is no heaven. As if there is no eternal life. But if you believed. That eternal life is there. There is resurrection. Of the dead. 
There is a millennium. We shall rule a thousand years on earth with Jesus in perfect condition. And then there is an eternity. You will live different. If you truly believe it, you will act it. You will forsake all things. You will forsake the ways of sin. You will be dedicated and devoted. Amen. You will, you will show that you believe it. What's his faith expressed? Works is faith expressed. If you believe it, you will act it. Praise be the name of the Lord. So if you believe Jesus paid for you everything, He died for you. He paid for you healing. He paid for your eternal life. Paid for you going to heaven. Everything. It is paid. You believe it shows. If you believe it shows, then have it. Go for it. Take it. Possess it. Possess it. But it doesn't mean that because he, he paid for you everything, he will just say, Come with a spoon and he just put it in your mouth and put in your eternal life and everything. No. That's why it will work for those who will receive it. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his own begotten son. He that believeth him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. But you know he, he died for everyone. Every sinner. Every human being. That will ever be born on earth. Jesus died for them. But those who are to benefit from his death are those who will take it. Those who will not take it, it will never work for them. But you say, but me have taken it. If you have taken it, it will show. It will act, it will reflect. You will act like someone who has it. Amen. Amen. You will forsake all other things. You will forsake sin. For eternal life. Amen. Amen. You will forsake the world. You will forsake the pleasures of sin. For eternal life. Amen. Amen. You will claim. 
until you have it there's a sign that you believe it if you believe it you will act it so here the scripture that we have read the apostle Paul is telling the church let us labor to enter into that rest. Lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. In other words. The rest is there for you. The rest. The, it is there and it is for you. And you're called to possess it. But now let us labor. Let us labor to possess it. Amen. Amen. Here he was talking about those others who were given but they failed to Receive what they were given. They failed. Yet they were given. The children of Israel. Were given. The promised land. And that was the rest for their time. They were called out of Egypt. Out of bondage. Out of slavery. To a land of freedom. That was the rest. But. They failed. To get it. Here he said, many of them, God was not well pleased. Praise God. And many of them did not enter the rest. But now he wants us. Let us labor. Here in verse 12 said, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Okay, fine. Amen. So let us labor to enter into that rest. Amen. Many were preached the gospel. They came out of Egypt. They crossed the Red Sea. They saw the miracles of God. They could testify of the goodness of the Lord. But many did not enter. They perished in the wilderness. They did not enter into his rest. Amen. So for us, we are also warned. Let us fear. Amen. Actually, verse 4, where it begins, it says, Let us therefore fear. Lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. 
Any of you should seem to come sort of it. You see, he says, let us fear. Let us labor. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Amen. Amen. Now, the last time I ministered here, I remember I preached on birth pains. And I have preached that sermon in many other places. In the trip where I have been. Now, he said that pain, I mean birth pain, he said birth, any birth, it is it goes with pain. It goes with anguish. It goes with the, with unrest. It goes with the discomfort. Discomfort. Unrest. It goes with the pain. It goes with anguish. That is birth. So if you don't go through that, you will not be born. A new life will not be born. And because there is that discomfort, there is that pain, that's why many people have remained bound and not free. Not because the Lord does not want to deliver them. No. God wants to deliver them. But they have something to do. They have decisions to make. They have decisions to make. They have a determination to make. And when you fail to make that decision, when you fail to make that determination, you remain in that with that old bondage. You die in that cocoon. And where is the problem? The problem is not with God. God has already made a way for you. But then, you have something to do. You have a role to play. You have to accept what he has done for you. You have to appreciate it. And you have to care. Brother Branham preached a message called, he cares, do you care? He cares. He has provided. He has made the way. Amen. Mina. He has sent you the gospel. He has sent you the gospel. The blood of Jesus Christ has provided. The power of the Holy Spirit has provided. He cares. 
He has prepared everything ready. But do you care? He cares. Do you care? So you have a part to play. Not forgetting the sermon he preached. The bride has made herself ready. I think it's called the, 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 marriage, uh, the marriage of the Lamb. And then he read the scripture. The bride has made herself ready. He said, you see, it is the bride who has made herself ready. God has provided the materials. He has provided the way. But now, you have to fight. You have to fight. You have to labor. You have to fear. You have to get into desperation. Until you get out of that condition. And you help yourself to what he has provided. You have to help yourself to what he has provided. And Brother Bram said, God cannot push you from but one end of the pipe and pull you out from the other end. And then he says, here is a reward for overcomers. You have overcome, here is a reward. He said, what have you overcome? He is the one who has done everything for you. He is the one who has pulled you through and pulled and pushed you through and pulled you out. But he said, there is, uh, you have a part to play. You have decisions to make. Decisions. You have decisions to make. Amen. Amen. A decision like what? Like I cannot remain like this. Without the Holy Spirit. Yes, God served me. He called me from the world. But he called me for what? He called me for eternal life. He called me for he called me for victory. He called me for the Holy Spirit. He called me for the rapture. But here I am. I have no victory. I'm doing things that unbelievers are doing. I'm defeated. Like anybody else. Where is the victory? Where is the victory? Where is the where is the peace in salvation? Where is the freedom? Where is the freedom? Why am I bound like any other person? Why am I a victim or, or temptations and doing things that unbelievers are doing. Where is the difference? So, you hate what 
You have been. No chawa echochori oba chorimu. You had that defeat. No chawa kuanguoko. You had that condition. No chawa embere yodala. And then you want to be born. Katingo yagaro zariwe. You want to be born anew. Oyagaro zariwe ngorimuja. You want to be born in another kingdom. Oyagaro zariwe mbakaba kubulana. You want to become a new creature. Oyagaro bine chitonde chijja. You want a transformation. Oyagaro kuchusiwa. You want a change. Oyagaro kuchusiwa. You want the and you decide and said I have to pray I have to go for what God has prepared for me I'm not going to rest until I have attained until I have touched it until I have it until I have a new life until I have a change I need a transformation I cannot continue being like this you make a decision God has provided the Bible says they overcame him the antichrist, the devil with the blood of the lamb the blood of the lamb and with the word of their mouth so the blood of the lamb is what God provided but for them they had also to confess to confess and and, 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 and possess it's mine this is mine I am a child of God I am a believer in Jesus Christ I am going to heaven I am different I am not like other people I am not like the people of the world I have made my decision for God and I am different I am not turning back I am moving forward I believe Jesus Christ pardon I believe Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. They had to confess. They had to contend. The Bible said contending for the faith that was once delivered for, to the saints. The Bible says the kingdom of God suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. Abraham was given the promised son but he was told to walk through it. He was told to look and to claim and to claim whatever he will see. Whatever he sees is his. When the children of Israel came back from Egypt, they saw the land. Amen. But they had to walk through it and claim it. And God told Joshua every place you place your feet you possess it. I have given it to you. So footprints make possession. You cannot, you, they could not sit back they could not relax and sleep and say it is ours it was for our father yes it was for your father but right now who occupies it the Hivitites the 
the Jebusites. Like Brother Bram said, all the I the Itites. Those three tribes. Ites. They're the ones occupying it. They're the ones occupying what God gave Abraham, your father. So, you can remain with a title deed. But if you don't have the land, it is occupied by squatters. What will you do with a title deed? How will it help you? You cannot plant crops on the title deed. You cannot raise animals on the title deed. You have the title deed but the land is being enjoyed by others. So if they sat back and said, that is our land. Those of Abraham, Isaac lived there. Jacob lived there. They had good farms in that land. But they're out of it. It is occupied by uh, the Hivitites, the Jebusites, and all other tribes. So, what does it help? That is uh, exactly similar or equivalent to you claiming the promises of the Bible, they are yours. There is healing. Jesus is Savior. He died for us. And you sing about it. He died to set us free. He died to give us eternal life. He died to give us peace. He, gave us, he died to give us salvation. He gave us to, die to give us power. He died to take us to heaven. But it is all in paper. You are just repeating what is written here. You don't possess it. The two are different. Professing and possessing. They are different. When if you are to possess. You have to do some fighting. Surely I must fight. If I would reign. Increase my courage Lord. If you are to fight. Possess the land. Of which title deed you have you've got to fight you have to go to the courts of law you have to contend until evictions is done 
to those who have occupied so even the things of God we've got to rise make a decision and fight all we will never have them we will have them in paper form Amen. And the profession, but not possessing. If you're you must fight. Let us labor to enter into his rest. He has provided us a rest. But for us to have it, let us labor. Let us labor to have it. That's where the problem is. That's where the church, the problem of the church is. We are too lazy. We are too weak. Less in the mind. Less in the heart. Less in And passive. And slothful. And sluggish. Yes. Our Father has given us everything. He has given us great and tremendous promises. And yet they are true. But do you possess them? How can you commit adultery with salvation? What is salvation then? How can you be saved and you're indulging in the filth that the unbelievers are indulging in? Huh? How do you tell me you have received salvation? You've been set free. Jesus set you free. You are delivered. Like a church called Deliverance Church. There is another called Redeemed Society. How do you me, you are delivered. How do you tell me you are a redeemed society? Redeemed from what now? If the demons of immorality and adultery they have their rope in your neck and they drag you wherever they want to take you. How do you claim that you are a, a redeemed society? Redeemed from what? 
You are delivered from what? How do you say you are set free and you are in the prison? You have no freedom. You are just peeping through the prison, prison bars. You just don't know what you're talking about. Something is wrong with you. Something is wrong with what you're professing. You have a name to live. Yet you are dead. Amen. 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 But he came. That they may have life. And life. More abundantly. He came to give you liberty. You must possess it. You must step on it. Footprints. Footprints mean possession. This is my place. But remember. That place. Has been with its quarters. And they are still enjoying the fruits of the place. So for you to step there and possess it. And plant. And graze. And enjoy. You got to fight them away. But remember. It's not by your power. It's not by your might. It's by the spirit of the living God. They overcame him. With the blood of the lamb. The blood of the lamb. Is that anointing. That dynamics. That enables them. To overcome. So God expects you. To make decisions. And you take a step. And you dedicate yourself. And you fight. And you surrender. And the blood of the lamb. The anointing. Will enable you. To overcome the Philistines. David. David. Gideon, Barak, Barak, and Samson and others. Samson and Abarala. They did not remain in their bedroom. And then the Lord set their enemies to flight. No, they had to get the spear. And they move out with a sword. And they move out and they go to war. Trusting the Lord. They have to move out. Trusting the Lord. And the Lord gave them victory. God expects you. To go on the knees. In the battle. And then he will give. The anointing. That is the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Praise so, in that message that we shared recently, birth pains. He said it takes pain. It takes distress. Discomfort. 
distress. He said, Agamba. He said, Agamba. Rain Chienkuba. is part of the clouds. Rain is part of the clouds. Rain comes from the clouds. And when you look at the way he put it, you can analyze it like this. Clouds is the mother of rain. So, rain is the baby of the mother clouds. But he said for the clouds to produce that distilled water drops on earth for us to have fruits and food. It takes thunderings. It takes lightning. It takes the rugged, jagged skies. And that roaring and that rocking and the storms and the lightning it takes that he said if that will not happen the distilled drops of rain will not fall. Now we are in a, dry, in a dry season. But we are close to the rain season. And the farmers today they are plowing. Those with tractors those with jambas, we are plowing with hope that this mother who is holding this baby will produce and the mother right now I believe she is so pregnant about to deliver because we are close to the rainy time. But normally, when the rain season is being born, it comes roughly. And people say it's a bad rain. And some people want even to pray and bind it. Because it's it's rough. It comes with storms. And many trees fall. And even some plantations fall. And a lot of rain. I mean a lot of storms. And thunderings. Lightning. 
in a lot of rumbling. That's a mother laboring to deliver. And out of that, a rainy season is born. And we, we, we have food. Brother Bram said, if it did not have that, it will deliver rain. Rain would not come. So for us, we think it is, it is an evil rain, Satan. But it is natural. It's a natural. It's a mother going through pains to deliver. And it has to be that way for her to deliver. She, have to, she has to suffer I know rocking and storms and thunders rugged jagged sky she has to go through that and finally amen amen and the earth becomes green. And, and, and fresh. And farmers have, and vegetables who grow everywhere. Amen. Amen. And then he said, That is God is provided one. He said, The chicken when it lays eggs it will brood over them for a specific period of time. And when that time reaches there is no way that there is no any other way for the chicks to be born. You see, you can use an incubator. You can put the eggs in the incubator. You can give it to a mother. Brother Bram said you can even tie a puppy on them if you want, if, if it were possible. Because all they need is that warmth. So there are many ways of giving them the atmosphere of hatching. That, 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 that is hatching, right? Yes. That is hatching. But when it comes for them to be born, they have never, they have never found any other way of helping the chick out than the chick helping itself out. They have never found any scientific way. 
There is no any way man has ever discovered to help the chicks born out of the shell than for it to help itself. It has to peep its way out. Amen. Amen. However feeble, however weak, it must with desperation with determination it's a point between death and life because if the days end that mother must brood over the eggs she will walk out when the days reach and whichever chick will still be in the shell when mother leaves it will die so this chick when the time has come it knows it has to fight for it rain it must beep it must labor as a point of death and life. Amen. If I don't succeed in breaking this shell and coming out by myself, I will die. I'll perish. So it will start preparing. And finally a crack will come. And finally it will break the shell. And it moves out. When that happens. That's when it has a chance to live. If you help it. To break the shell for it. Or if it cracks but you help to pull the shell off. It will not live. You may get it out when it's alive. But when? It will never stand. And it will not last long. Before it dies. If it will have to live. It must stand. It must labor for itself. That is God is provided way. And that is our example. Physical things, they play example for the spiritual. Amen. Meaning for you to be born again. To be born into the kingdom of God. To break out of that canon. Canon. Huh? 
will not see the kingdom of God. He's a sinner. That cannot you can never make it. So, he's got to die. And then a child of God is born. And for that to happen, not even God will help you. Not even God will help you. You say, you mean there are circumstances where God does not help us? You cannot sit back and relax and say, if I'm an elect, I will be changed. No. He told you, pray. Pray. Without ceasing. He even gave us the example of the unjust judge. And the widow. How she really pleaded. And gave him a hard time. For constant. Until he had to judge. That was, he was giving us an example. That if we are to receive deliverance, that's what we have to do. God. Just like he put the chicks that they have to labor. There is no another way that he provided that he will help them. He's put it that it is help must come from inside them. So, even God will not help you if you are not ready to make a decision. He will help you as you start to peep. Because that's how he put it. That the help comes from within. Let us labor. And as you peep to break the shell, then help will come. That's when he sends the help. Our 
Imagine the days are expiring for which a chick must be in, the, uh, in that eggshell. And then the chick is so lazy and soft and soft-hearted and slothful and pitting itself. And the mother is about to leave. I've seen them before. When the hatching time is over, you find there is a chick that has been left there in the eggshell. And it had even made a crack. But it wasn't aggressive enough. That uh, time ran out, and the mother moved out with those which were able to move out with her. And for her, she remains there with a cracked shell. And, and it's, it is even making noise. It is even making a sound you can hear. It is still alive. But brother, no matter how much she can even make sounds, to show that she is still alive, she is alive. When mother walks out. That is the end of her. That's the end of her. She can never struggle to break out when mother has walked out. Amina. Amina. If the mother hand moves out and she moved out with those other chicks that have uh, moved out of their shell. In the time of hatching, it will be done. Don't think that it's also going to struggle. And then it will come out and then follow the mother. It is impossible. If she moves out, it will be done for those that have remained. This, this time I found it when I was still young. And it had a crack. put a crack. And it was uh, making noise. But when the mother had moved out, I got the shell and I... Opened it. It. I opened it by I uh, put it out. And it was really kneeling. But it could not stand. And after a few seconds, it died. Brother, 
The Bible says that seek the Lord as he can be found. Uh, the rapture is going to take place when others have even uh, broken the shell. But after the rapture, a rapture takes place. Listen to this. Across the nation will come those who are dead in Christ. Will rise first. Okay, let me begin here. Well, they say that little tabernacle in a place called Jeffersonville. There was so many of them members that's missing. See? They just play that out. They will say, oh, there is nothing to that. You see? Like yeah. that. Yeah. And it will be passed and they won't know it. Members will miss. See, ah, in that church there, we hear they are saying that there are many members that are not seen. And there's some number of members that are not seen and their relatives. They are wondering what happened. For they never returned home. And they say, ah, there is nothing to it. And they will not understand it. Across the nation will come those who are dead in Christ will rise first. The rapture will take place. The church will be taken home. And then the tribulation will start will set in. And oh my, we don't want to be here during that time. I don't want to be here in that tribulation. No. God forbid that any of us would ever be here during that time. Because he that is filthy is filthy still. He that is holy is holy still. He that is righteous is righteous still. There is no the Lamb had come forth with his book of redemption. And the bride has been taken out. Those who turned it down has to go through a tribulation period. Both Jew and Gentile. What a time of tribulation. I don't want that. You see, mother finishes all the other chicks that must labor and come out 
that heed to the gospel and became desperate where it is possible to be born again have all broken through the shell and they are out, they are born. Those who have just a crack on the eggshell Oh, even those who are pushing it to tomorrow. That they will start seeking the Holy Ghost to overcome. Time has their coach with of time. Brooding time is over. He that is just must remain just and he that is filthy has to remain filthy. The blood is off. No one can receive any pardoning and no power in God's economy can take away any sin from anyone. And then, oh. great tribulation sets in. Lord, the prophet said, sanctify me now. That's good Nazarene doctrine. And it's true too. It's true. That's right. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Take all the world out of me now. Lord. As the old colored brother said, as the old colored brother, sir, I got my ticket in my hand. It's ready punched. When I come down to the river, that morning, I don't want no trouble. So that's about right. I don't want no trouble. Hold your ticket in your hand. Because we are going over. Just think of it. The great time of redemption is at hand. And now another thing, brother. What's his name up here in Uyutika? Another gram, another brother there that's pastoring there. Brother Shrank. Let me let me jump this this paragraph. To the follow to the next paragraph. Just keep praying. Again, And digging. Yeah. Don't stop. Just like when Elijah told them, said, 
dig ditches out there. When you get down and hear an old teen can say, if you get down there and hear an old teen, teen, I am too tired. Throw it out of the way and keep digging. See? Just keep digging. Because we've got to dig. We've just got to dig. That's all. Because if you expect to miss the tribulation, if you are to survive that tribulation period, you better start digging. Now for myself, I'm preaching to myself there. I'm going to start digging deeper than I ever dug. Because I've realized that in the nation and around the world this ministry will again as it's known now about everywhere. World, I must go again. Are you willing to dig? All the Lord will dig for you. All our situation will provide itself. And the pit will develop. A ditch will create itself. No. You've got to dig. Brother Branham said, There is no any other way that has ever been found for a child, to a baby to receive what? It needs than to fast and cry and riot. And he said, If you if you set him. If you try to organize him and say, child, you're born by a very highly educated parent and in a very civilized age. So don't behave, behave like those illiterate children of the illiterate parents in the remote areas, in the mm. villages. In the backward, among the backward communities. 
But for you, I'm putting here a bell here and the button. This is a button here to ring that bell. When you want mother to attend to you or myself, just press this bell. We'll be here in a moment. He said the baby does not know that language. There is only one way provided for every, every baby Wherever, whoever is to cry for what they need. There is no formula. There is no said organized crying. There is no mode of crying. You know, this is the way you cry to receive attention. If you cry Badly, dad will not hear. You have to cry in this way. You don't need anyone to teach you how to pray, brother, sister. This is how you tune yourself. This is how you set yourself. This is how you approach it. it. No. You just have to be desperate. And cry anyhow. No As long as you are crying from the heart. Like Lord. If you don't help me. I am perishing. I'm lost. I'd rather die here than this than to continue like this. That is enough. And you mean it. You mean it. That is the way. Let us stand on our feet. Go before God now. Go to the wailing wall. And find a place there. And wail. Cry before God. If you will have to find him. Seek him. While he can still be found. Cry to him. While he's still near. When he can still hear.